0: Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by the best friend of Becky, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Quack quack. <laughs> See
1: there, I got to laugh out of you. That that's all I was going for there, uh, Dashiell.
0: I think any human being says quack emphatically. Adult human, I will laugh. Yeah, why not?
1: I didn't really commit to it. You know, I did the 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 the, the human version of quack quack. Uh, there were mm-hmm. there's a few um, better. Uh, talking duck quacks uh, done by Belding and and um, and Screech in this episode. Yeah, they're uh, competing.
0: Yeah, they're, they're they're trying to one up each other on who can be a better duck. <laughs> um,
1: but no, nah, I just went with the standard quack quack. I actually wanted to throw in a like a, like you know like a quack quack bitch, but I didn't hmm. I didn't know if that would have been too raw to start off this podcast. Like you know parents listening with their kids, it's like oh sh-
0: darn it. I hate when they just they bitch curse on on this podcast. We curse all the time. If you listen to this podcast in a car with your children, I'm I mean, hey, they're they got to grow up sooner or later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try not, not to curse what? though.
0: I'm I'm going to okay. try okay. to not sure.
1: curse in this episode. I'm going to make it friendly for the for the little
0: kitties. Um, you think kids should see this episode? The one where every animal dies. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, they got to grow up sometime. They got to grow up sometime. It's the truth. You could have said more like quack to the future. That would have been. Oh, look at that. That's why you're a writer. This is just a quick punch up. So we could be here. Like, when's lunch getting here? We'll just work on it. We'll break off a room. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out the best quack joke.
1: Did you, were you a part of the process of like coming up? uh a name for this podcast were you were you mm-hmm. part of that process
0: yeah we like yeah. there were you, remember? <laughs> you were you, you were too there were emails no i know i know
1: i just couldn't <laughs> I, I i don't remember because actually i reached out to brecken as well um you know just just you know i reach out to my my writer friends and and coming sure. up with uh with ideas um i remember one was really good uh it was bayside tiger king Mm. Right. That, but, that mean, was a good one.
0: Very, very of the moment, but I'm kind of glad it was we of the moment. Something. Yeah.
1: But when when we were pitching this, it was during the pandemic and everyone was watching The Tiger King. Uh, so we, it was we a kinda, good
0: title for that moment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I think we went with like something a, slightly more timeless. No, I,
1: I, I agree. But um, anywho, anywho. Oh, I hate when people
0: say that. Anywho. Why do you say things that you hate Like last week it was um, gate. Like you, you say something and then you're like, I hate when people say that. What do you think that is? Um,
1: I think it's just like it's, it's stuck in my brain. And for me to just get that out, now it's just like I, I, I purge it. And then it's just out. Like I heard somebody say "anywho" on the radio the other day and it just irked me. And I had no one to talk to about, it <laughs> besides my <laughs> seven-year-old son, because I think I was listening to some kids' program on Sirius hey, they XM. I got to grow up sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Ugh, why is this? Why is this DJ saying anywho?" Uh, it just it just bummed me out. And you know, talking with you, I was able to purge that
0: and get it off my chest. And good, um, there we go. It'll come back. <laughs> I, you know, what happens is like this happens, especially I feel like with with comedy people. They start saying a phrase ironically, like that would be the bomb, like as a joke. And then yeah. two weeks later, they're just saying, Oh, tacos for lunch? Yeah, that would be the bomb. Like it you say something as a bit, and then it just becomes your vocab. It's a horrible loop. I know many comedy people are in eternally. We can't help it. Uh, talk, yeah, I can't help it. Talk to Brecken about talk to Brecken about, <laughs> talk to Brecken about saying something ironically, oh. and then all of a sudden, it just becomes the way you talk. It is a maddening, a maddening thing to happen
1: yeah see, and I'm so close with brecken and and he is um you know we we do produce things together. we develop things together. I'm very familiar with his writing, and there's a lot of times where where you know uh, he he him and I are developing something at the moment, and I'll read the script and I'll go, that's a very Brecken-ism. You need to take that out <laughs> because there's very specific things that he says in life that that happen to make their way on page. And I'm like, yeah, the the character would not talk like you. And She's but, a 67-year-old
0: yeah, right. nurse. Uh, she wouldn't say <laughs> a thing that Brick Meyer would say. Yeah. Well, maybe, well, who uh, knows? We should get him he, on. We'll talk about 67-year-old nurses.
1: Yeah, but he he definitely has phrases that he uses that are that I, as, as long as I've known him for over 10 years now, that uh, I'm like, oh, there it is. Came out. I'm yeah. sure I have him too. I'm sure I'm just sure. as annoying.
0: Um, hmm. But I'm not a writer,
1: and I, I, so I don't true. put him
0: on page. So, will never anywho. be quite as annoying as us. Anywho, there it is. See, now we're just saying it. <laughs> Let's do the summary in case you didn't do that homework. Uh, the gang is learning about wildlife from the pond by the football field in biology class. Zach brings in a duck named Becky that was injured. A little later, the school struck oil underneath the football field. The school is already thinking of all the cool ways to spend the money. Jesse protests against the dangers of getting involved with big oil, but is unable to drum up any real support. Zach and Becky become close friends. There was an oil spill on the football field, and all the animals, including Becky, that the biology class just returned to their homes, died an oily death. When an oil representative sells the school on their exciting new future, Zach leads a theatrical objection with the gang that ousts big oil from the halls of Bayside. Pipe Dreams. A Hall of Famer in the Saved by the Bell world.
1: Yeah, boy, this um, this was written by Tom Tenowich. You you have on yes. your notes as well as Peter Engel.
0: Yes, uh, they co-wrote this one. Um, they also co-wrote Dancing to the Max, the the episode that opened the series, the Zach tapes, uh, and of course Jesse's song. So this is like Peter Angle and Tom clearly decided to do some between this and Jesse's song. Some like. Heavy lifting together on on serious serious stories,
1: and this is not a far fetched idea to have an oil derrick near a school.
0: I no, mean, famously, and you go to LAX. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I'm I'm thinking famously the the, the one on Beverly Hills uh, High School. Yeah,
0: yeah right correct, next to that.
1: Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, There's, oil derricks in Los Angeles they 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 used to be scattered all over the
0: place. Yeah, you you can. St- I mean, yeah, you drive down to LAX. If you just look out the the window on the way down there, there's there's oil derricks right off Sepulveda. I mean, they're like still, we're still trying to get oil out of the ground. Um, but yeah, this is a very adult episode in a lot of ways. And introduce like I I'm fascinated by the adult concepts, say by the belt introduced to kids, but being weary of big oil is like <laughs> is a heady concept. Um, and it it's handled reasonably well. I mean. You know, we can just get into it. We could. Do it. We could. And it's act one, just like that. Oh my God, a magic wand. Don't and we're dare me. It. I would never well, challenge you to have a good time. Um, We have here in the bio class, uh, as we begin act one, uh, Mr. Phelps, played by Hiram Kasten. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. You may have seen him on Everybody Loves Raymond, three episodes of Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seventh Heaven, Fresh Prince, to name a few.
1: So this is biology class. Uh, th- this is the, the the classroom we use right off the hallway. We just change the uh, the decor and and uh, change the teacher, and voila, it's a yeah. uh, it's a whole new classroom.
0: Slide in a uh, what do you call that? It's not an aquarium, a terrarium. Jesus Christ, it's something. Slide in a big a tank. A tank, yeah.
1: Right, just a, a, crit- big old a critter tank. tank. So uh, help me understand this. Um, We have a pond next to our school at uh, Bayside High in the Palisades. Um, And we, Uh or what?
0: Are you going to get into like, would a frog live there? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I, I'm just getting to the uh, to this point of so this teacher um went to this pond and just caught a bunch of wild animals and shoved them into this tank for right. a display. Yeah, he um, says it's like a
0: field trip for them.
1: Like it's that a frog fe-
0: doesn't have a family who's like looking around like what the hell happened to where Steve?
1: Where did Steve go? Yeah, I think he's gone uh, forever.
0: I think he got oh, eaten by a bird.
1: <laughs> my god. I told Steve not to go out for the morning paper, he never came back. I mean, this is this to- is. I don't understand. Like, wh-
0: this this isn't right, right? It's not the best. I mean, well, like the history of frogs in science class is categorically not right. I mean, usually they get put to sleep and cut open. Uh, so this is like on the list of transgressions low. Just picking up a frog and hanging on to it for a couple days.
1: But I tell my my kids and and. I, Specifically, my seven and six-year-old to leave the animals they find in our backyard. Oh yeah, uh, where you found them. I mean, it's okay to to look at them, mm, touch them, maybe. Maybe. Um, You know. I mean, we have a lot of lizards in our backyards. My daughter likes lizards. She'll pick them up. She makes friends with them. Mm. Gives them a bath. But Mm. at the, you know, (laughs) at at within a certain amount of time, please return the animal let it be. We're not going to bring it in and put it in a tank for a few days, which is what's happening in this episode. I mean, this is not what you want to do with yeah, it's, it's, salamanders, turtles, toads,
0: anything. I mean, they went to clearly the clearly someone on this shoot just went to pet and was like one of everything, please. <laughs> Throw them in a bag. Uh yeah, I mean it's a tough lesson for kids, especially growing up with like cartoons and children's movies. It's like, I meet an animal. They're my friend now. It's like, no, they're actually a wild animal and you're disrupting their life and probably killing them by bringing them inside. Uh, there's that extra in the baseball hat again, by the way. He just can't get enough of wearing Major League Baseball hats on TV. Love him. And Casper uh, Van Dien of Starship Troopers will be an extra later. He's uncredited in this episode.
1: You no, know, I was, I, I, was uh, I, I completely forgot that Casper was um, on my show. Uh, I knew Casper through mutual friends and he was part of like a crew of us. Uh, But I, I totally forgot that he, that he was a background artist on, on Saved by the Bell. And is he rocking a ponytail by the way, in this episode?
0: I I'm not sure. I, I I think I saw Yuri sporting like a full head of hair behind his head. Like, like it's not even a ponytail anymore. It's like a massive tail. Uh, but I'm not sure about Casper. Um, in comes Zach with Becky. The Mark Paul I have here in my notes, well, I don't imagine you remember. I don't imagine you remember what it was like working with this duck, but what's it like working with animals? I, I figure you've spent a fair amount of time on set with animals in the mix. Short
1: answer, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, animals, children, just anything that uh, has different labor uh, rules than us adults it uh, can be a pain in the ass for production. Um, you know, it's not that well, I, I didn't just find Becky at a pond. There's a team right. behind Becky, uh, the duck. There's, uh, you know, Becky Becky's handler
0: yeah.
1: and, um, uh, you know, just all kinds of things. How long can Becky work? It's like a child. Uh, uh, Children have very specific (laughs) rules of when they can and cannot work, and production has to cater around that. And uh, you know, us adults have to follow along with that. Um, If it's an unruly child or an unruly animal, um, it can hold up production, and so it's it can be a a bit of a, a, a headache. I, looking at this episode, I think that particular animal um, th- th- there wasn't much opportunity for it to, you know, m- kind of go mad or, 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 or not, uh, do what we wanted it to do. Um, unlike a dog, you know, where you have to get it to do specific things and jump up here and bark and, uh, react. Um, you know, we weren't asking a, a duck to, to do that. So, uh, I think, Working with a duck uh, probably went very smoothly. I don't remember working with her or him. <laughs> I, is that a male? Like our uh, is our white? Oh God! I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, right. Is that I like a white know. swan? Are usually male and the the or the uh, you know like peacocks? Right, the the ones that we see with the big feathers. Those are males. Yes. And the, the ugly ones, those are the females. Like, is this, is this a male <laughs> I would or never, female?
0: I would never shame a, a, a peacock for how they appear. <laughs> uh, I don't well, know. What it, I mean, is it a
1: peacock or a peahen?
0: See, th- uh, there you go. Ah. I have no idea. I have, look, wow. bird stuff is way out of my pay grade. I don't, I don't know bird stuff, but I'm glad you do. You sound like you have a, a reasonably firm grasp on it. I guess if you don't remember working with Becky the duck, then it's safe to say it wasn't a total nightmare. If that duck came onto set and made everyone's life hell, for a week, you'd probably have some some vague recollection. I would imagine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's how stuff works. Also, in just in general, I think I brought this up before. But when you're working with someone who doesn't know they're at a job, that's the hardest way to work with someone. And and children and animals are that way. They don't know they're at a job. <laughs> they don't know they're there to do anything. And it, it. Becky was hit in the head with a baseball. Is that
1: correct? Uh, I don't know that I uh, that Zach <laughs> knows <laughs> if she got hit in the head with a baseball, um, but she got hit. Uh, yeah, by a baseball pe- that he hit over a fence. Um, wow. I have a story, actually, that was really sad. Um, I was filming a movie with Alan Arkin. I believe I was 12. It was before say by the Bell. And we were in New York by a river, and there were seagulls around. And uh, I picked up a rock. The seagull was whew, a good 30, 40 feet away. And I threw a rock. Uh, you know, I just thinking I would Uh, scare this thing. Nope, I hit it squarely in the Uh, back, and uh, it tried to take flight. And um, and uh, you know, it it took a while to 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 shake off uh, the effects of getting hit by a rock. Uh, but it did, uh, and 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 it did fly off. But I never again did I throw a rock at an animal
0: ever, ever again.
1: Humans, yes. Uh,
0: animals, no. Uh, Alan pulled I, out a, a rusty knife and said, now finish what you started. Yeah. You find that, um, thing. You find that I, thing and you I, put I it out of I felt terrible misery.
1: because I had no intention of actually hitting this thing, um, but it you're did. You're I did. A you're,
0: you're a kid. You're throwing ro- It's like like kids are yeah. not always um, thinking. No. Uh,
1: but I learned that lesson <laughs> and um, the hard way. Uh, and fortunately, I've never thrown another Projectile
0: at an animal ever again. So good there. Good, a kids. happy ending. I thought that was going to end with a bird dying. So I'm glad no. only one bird dies on this. No, it podcast only died today. two
1: weeks later after suffering horribly with a uh, you know a broken wing. Uh, yeah. But I wasn't broken. there to see it, so I don't know. It's not part of my story.
0: Broken wing, broken spirit. All the other birds made fun of him. They were like, "You got hit by a rock, dude. You could fly anywhere, dummy." <laughs> dummy. Um, and uh, we are in the halls of Bayside for a uh, reasonably disturbing revelation. Oh wait, before we did that, you said you didn't get a reaction shot. There was one at the end of that scene. Or like a you didn't have to have Becky react. You do get a quack quack out of Becky. So there was like one animal yeah. acting beat.
1: Yeah, and I'm wondering uh, if that was done in post or if that was actually done mm. on, on that specific take. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. If.
0: If you're a duck handler, that's got to be. Even if your duck only knows one trick, that must be to quack on command. They they must have figured that out. I guess who knows? We'll never know. Get a duck handler on one of these days. We're in the halls of Bayside for Yeah, that disturbing information that Belding hangs out with these ducks every day. Belding is just back behind the school talking and feeding to ducks. That's that's disturbing to me. At least he's an adult man. But
1: what's disturbing is that he's naming these ducks. And to give you a little backstory, Belding says that he grew up on a farm and that he named all the animals on the farm. And that's why he names the ducks at the pond behind the school. But he named it Becky. Isn't Becky his wife? Isn't that her name?
0: Oh, my God. I think it is. That I mean, sounds right. You're
1: supposed to be the expert here,
0: Dash. I know, but I, I look, I'm not. I, it was all a clever ruse. I've never seen an episode of TV in my life. I'm having a great time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, that sounds right. That does sound right. I don't know. Bel- they also, like Belding's history has changed so much where it's like he fought in the war and now he grew up on a farm. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if his wife's name, she was fat as a whale, but then she's not when we meet her next season. Um, so maybe it's changed, but that does sound right. That sounds right
1: which would be pretty disturbing if you're naming a duck after your wife.
0: Yeah. I mean, but he has
1: he has names for other ducks.
0: Lyle, Sammy, Manny.
1: Uh I, I is there a run there that I'm missing? Like is that something I just
0: thought it was it's, it's it just sounds snappy. It sounds, you know, it's got like a jazzy rhythm to when he's saying them all. Um because I, I think well, of like
1: Sammy Sosa, I think of Manny Machado. Sure. These are all baseball. Names. Oh, maybe they're Miles. baseball players.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know.
1: I, don't think be so lot because, lot because that would have been in 1992 when this came out. So, um, oh yeah, I Sammy Sosa is not not in the mix. No, no, no. no. But I'm saying if <laughs> if, if the if the audience has any theories, please, please. hit up Dashel on Twitter. He loves when you do that.
0: Love it. Oh, we also got. I've been corrected all over the place. I said. I'll save it for next for the next beach episode. But I said Slater and Jesse were together during the beach episodes. I've been corrected on Twitter. I need to like follow the timeline a little more, but Slater does some dating around. This is in relation to the Slater dancing with Kelly at the end of the last episode. I was like, "He's still with Jesse." He's not, apparently. I can't keep Twitter.
1: up. I can't keep I, up.
0: I, I have a hard time too. It's it's really confusing, guys. It's really confusing stuff. Um also, if you live on a farm, you shouldn't name all the animals because you're going to have to eat some of them, right? Don't you not no. name animals on a farm because you have to? You wind up eating some of your animal. Like you're no, not supposed you to don't name eat the things all your eat. animals.
1: No, you I don't think some you, eat all, really. you eat some of them. Not really. I mean, you might yeah. eat their eggs. You you don't name their eggs, but I don't think you eat animals. Like you're not going to eat a goat. You're not going to eat a. You don't have to eat chickens. Or, or I guess you don't. You know. No, I
0: don't know. When, you when don't he when he said you that, I raised an eyebrow. I was like, you named all. Well, okay, all right. I'm not. I didn't grow up on a farm, Mark. Ball. You're, a you're a monster.
1: You're a monster, Dashiell, for thinking that you're going to have a farm just to, to eat the animals.
0: That's what you have the farm for. Yeah, you have you farm the animals and eat them. No, I mean
1: you can milk them. You can you know you no, can no, no. take their no, no, no. baby cats, eggs. cats,
0: dogs, you name it. If you're on that yeah. farm, you're getting eaten. <laughs> you're getting that's eaten. that's called uh, yeah, yeah, with the law the law of the land. I don't know Jeez. natural order. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the,
1: the uh the guy um uh oh god i feel so terrible I did a film with him um uh, he's got three names like me uh,
0: he plays Negan on um The Walking Dead uh, uh jd J-J, uh, no. it's like mm, 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 no, it, no it is John it's like Jonathan no. Dean Morgan or something? Oh, uh, Jeffrey Dean. Jeffrey Dean Jeffrey. Morgan. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. I got yeah. it. I wasn't. Oh, no, you that got far it. Off. Okay.
1: Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, God, I feel so terrible. He's such a sweet guy, and I did a film with him back in 2015. Um, but uh, he has a farm in upstate New York. I don't think he eats mm. any of his animals, and he. I, I, bet I, he eats I think some he, of them.
0: I bet he eats. You know, I follow him on Instagram. I bet he's eating some of those animals. <laughs>
1: you You think maybe like a llama or something or an al- alpaca? I don't know.
0: Llama doesn't sound like good meat, but I mean, I I would imagine. I mean what do I know? Maybe not. Maybe maybe JDM is up there on his farm eating no animals. I don't know though.
1: Damn, so look gotta at you, you, you gotta calling eat- him JDM and everything. Like do you call me MPG
0: when I'm behind my back? I say so much about you behind your back. It's hard to keep track of it all. <laughs> there's a lot of acronyms, there's a lot of pet names, nicknames, you name it. Thank you. We are at The Max, where Kelly still works. <laughs> don't let her messed up relationship with Jeff fool you. She's still flipping burgers or serving them at least. Um, and there's a bird on the table. There's a, there's a live bird on the table of this restaurant. If I walked into a, <sighs> a place of business to eat my lunch and saw a live bird in a cage, I would I would turn around.
1: That's just yeah. me. Uh, th- th- this is the reason I don't have any cats. Um mm. I'm not a fan of animals that can get up on counters or tables, mm. uh, you know, places you eat with their paws. Um, and and I'm just not a cat person. I just I just yeah, I just, just not. I grew up around cats. My mom had many cats, and we had many dogs. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but we were like the 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 house on the neighborhood where you know you dropped off the animals you didn't want. And my mom took them mm-hmm. in. Um, so at so one point I think we had like nine dogs and 13 cats. It was, it was a, what? we had a farm. We never ate them, but it was like a farm.
0: <laughs> well, that's your problem. <laughs> You're only farming dogs and cats. You gotta, you gotta introduce a, you know, a uh, goat or a cow. In the mix.
1: one of the reasons why I, I have, uh, a, a cleanliness issue is because my mom, uh, mm. always had a vacuum in her hand. You would never know that our house had this many animals in it. um, because she was always vacuuming and always cleaning. But yeah, cats, man, they, they, they go in a litter box. They push around yeah, sand on like. top of their poop. I don't poop. like
0: that. I don't like that, that they and were then, in the box with the, and then they're yeah. everywhere else. I don't like yeah. that. Then they, the they come up to you,
1: with. they lick their paws. They lick you. Well, they, they may not lick you, but they, 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 they're just around things that are, that you're ingesting. And, and,
0: and I don't know, man, uh, you know, <sighs> okay, I will. If, I will return if, if, the seven cats I got you for Christmas. I mean, I was holding on to them, keeping them warm until December. But you know, they're going back to the store. And to each their own. If you have
1: cats, do your thing. It's just not my thing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not telling anyone to not have cats. Um, speaking of jokes, which we weren't, but we are now. Box of Quackers. I love it. I love Tiffany's laugh after her delivery. Yeah, it is her delivery so- is
1: great. That laugh she is so is adorable. She is so
0: happy to say that joke. It is like, what a treat for everyone. Box of Quackers. Um, Slater coming in with oil on his pants. Yeah. No one, no one, did you notice something, Mark Paul, that no one in this episode has time to change clothes after interacting with oil? Like, like you would imagine Slater was on the field, and but it's that thing about holding a football. It's like, well, how do we know he was on the field if he's not running in in his uniform?
1: Yeah. And and not only that, there's a few things with this oil stuff. The oil is on his pants and on his hands, but not on his jersey and definitely
0: not on his face. Nowhere Um, near the face. This oil is allergic to faces. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. point (laughs) out.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that. But in this particular (laughs) shot, he comes into the max with oil all over his pants and hands, but none on a jersey. Like, did
0: they not have another jersey? I don't know. I mean, maybe the jerseys were... The jerseys were certainly more expensive. Although we will see, I believe that's the same number three. Oh my god, my brain! That ke- that uh, Jesse wears when they answer the door in the middle of the night at the at Lisa's beach house. So I think we'll but see again, that jersey again. They're not dating in the beach house. <sighs> I guess not. I, I'm I am confused on the timeline. I need to like look. It's, I feel like I'm watching Lost. I don't understand how it's so confusing <laughs> keeping track of of a couple kids in high school. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> um, and we're in a, a fuzzy pink fantasy here for. Uh,
1: no, all, speaking sorry. of lost,
0: I yeah, this is this is bonkers. I, I just love that Slater reveals a chick quote was digging the hole that resulted in the oil spill when Jesse's like, Look at what man does. I like that little twist on Jesse's, uh, you know, preconceived notions. Um, but yeah, we're in the fuzzy pink fantasy. Uh, for the gang envisioning what it would be like if the school struck oil and they were rich, which makes yeah. no sense, doesn't make any sense.
1: I oh, don't understand it either.
0: Um, it's I kids, think the though, way, but, but like, but their their kids, their kids, whose parents are rich, so they understand money to a certain extent. They must understand that the school striking oil doesn't mean they get any money at all.
1: Yeah, and I'm a dum dum when it comes to this kind of stuff. But so there's oil. They they found oil on in the football field, and yeah. now a company is going to start drilling. Um, who owns the land though? The the mm. because it's a public mm. school. It is. Uh, it is the Los Angeles owns the land,
0: correct? I guess the, city? Or the Palisades. I don't know how I don't know how it all okay. I don't know if it's like so, that. Yeah.
1: Given those facts, this company and I I believe they're called Calstar, uh, we'll find that out later in this episode. They are going to pay the city a fee to be able to drill there, which then goes back to the school, right? I think that's the way it works for Beverly Hills High. That oil derrick had been there for 90 years. I I think it was capped in 2016 or stopped um, producing in 2016. But I think it was something like $300,000 would go towards uh, the school. Actually, uh, what I I think I read about it was that all the, the teachers' salaries were paid Uh, through the drilling of oil on uh, the Beverly Hills uh, High Hmm. School property, um. So again, I didn't know that. Like the the school gets a a a fee, but it's not like they own it. It's not like you're 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 making millions of dollars, um. Like like the oil company would, right? Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, anytime, anytime, anytime a big guy writes you a check, you better believe they're still getting the lion's share. It's not like it's not like Bayside gets all the money. Um, But yeah, I guess, you know, they're kids, whatever. Give them a pass. They think they're all going to be rich or go to a really fancy school with ornate wallpaper. Some nice Mario sipping, I guess like a espresso action right there. And Lisa's dressed like a flapper. I mean, yeah, like their concept of what it means to be rich is really funny. I don't know why you suddenly turn into like an old person. Uh, Have a good line here from Slater. Uh, Go take an old lady to Magic Mountain. I thought that was a... Just a nice thing to say <laughs> in a scene.
1: He says it to Belding, who is now not the principal of the school, but actually He's works the for us now.
0: He's yeah, because because somehow with all this money that came in under his supervision, he has now been demoted to like menial servant. He does look good in that outfit, though. Give it up to Dennis.
1: He does look good in that outfit. Of course, we are still eating at the Max, which is now owned by Kelly, who... Still yeah. works there
0: as a I just waitress. even in even in her wildest fantasies of wealth, <sighs> she has Poor a thing. minimum wage job. It, I, I, I assuming to support her deadbeat family who gambled yes. away her share uh, at the track. Spe- certainly, her, her
1: father primarily. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's well, but look, it all rolls downhill. I mean, he's getting the kids and he's getting all, <laughs> all all eight of her siblings involved in illegal gambling. Um, and as a a bell is rung um, for Lisa to observe these fashions. It looks like the gang is getting into human trafficking because two young ladies have walked in, and now Zach is like, "I will take them, please." (laughs) That's some real. That's some. That's some. That's the dark corners of being wealthy, sir. Is you buy people? I'm going back to Kelly. um,
1: She's married. We learn to uh, yes. Oh God, I I have in my in my notes too. I said, "Oh boy, Uh, it wouldn't be an episode of Saved by the Bell without stereotyping some kind of culture or person." Um, but she's now married to Shake Screech. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck uh, there. I, I, you, I did, it. you I did it. You can't help it. I, I, but seriously, WTF? Uh, what is the with this for? whole Screech thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what is? So it is. It's confusing. I mean, it's confusing. First of all, before before Screech, which is such a revelation. We have Jesse. Like, this was confusing to me too. She's like talking about tracking down pollute, like she's like using two phones. We've talked a lot about phones this season, but she's using two phones, an ultimate luxury. Um, she's using oil money to like change the world. Like she's just as culpable as anyone. It's a little confusing, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, Screech is like, is he playing himself or he, he's playing another character? It's very confusing.
1: No, because it, in in the Hulu subtitles, uh, it actually says that he's doing an, Arabic dialect. Yeah, Oy. He's doing something.
0: It's
1: not oh, good. Not.
0: It's not good. It's, it's not good. I mean, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's he's also he's got these two lovely ladies next to him. He's got a hair. He's he's got a hair. And then his his eyes that are cross I mean, this is a very cartoonish stereotyping I mean, it, 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 you know. that just is is kind of yucky. Um, yeah, it's up to the adults to be like, got a big laugh by the adults in the room though. I'm sure
0: at Uh, this time in the nineties, but anyway, let's move on. Let's just move right past it, uh, because it's bad. Um, I do like Kelly's now that she's rich, her, her waitress dress is made of gold. That's pretty cute. And we are out of the fuzzy pink fantasy back in the max, uh, for the good news. If you want to call it that, that they did in fact strike oil. It wasn't just a pipe that was hit. Uh, We're all going to be rich. And this is a a show, Mark Paul, where we're all going to be rich is a theme. It happens every week at Bayside. We're all going to be rich selling buddy bands or spaghetti sauce. Um, So it's interesting that suddenly this, like, you know, monkey paw of a wish is really coming true. As we begin act two, in the Bayside Auditorium, we meet Mr. Oil, Um, and we have Casper Van Dien sitting front row uh, in this uh, little assembly here next to Jesse. The Starship Troopers references are just very strong in uh, this chunk of the season. Um, Dan Grayson, uh, who's the oil man, played by Gary Lottie, Perfect Strangers, 21 Jump Street, Ryan's Hope, just to name a few places you might have seen him. Love the cowboy boots. You know he's an oil man.
1: You know he's an oil man. He's got a bolo tie and cowboy boots. Yep. Yeah. Check That's that box.
0: So it's, it's an oil man of the 80s, 90s. Um, and this episode is yet another great example of Jesse being on the right side of history. All the laughs her, you know, um, activism was played for. It's like, no, she's right. The Like, oil's killing us, and we, <laughs> we wrote a check for this planet we simply cannot cash, and like, You know, Jesse was right. She was right in a small sense about Bayside, but like all her, all her like concerns are you know, well founded.
1: And more importantly, I I did some um, investigating here while we're watching the show, and Casper Van Dien uh, indeed has a ponytail uh, in 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 uh, this particular shot. Um, What was up with ponytails? Back in back in this day. I mean, it's he's he's got his hair looks like mine up front, but then he has that ponytail in the back. I don't remember that yeah, style yeah. being a thing. I remember mullets being a thing. They're still a thing. Yeah. Um, but this
0: look of a of a ponytail, hmm. It's definitely a unique thing. I mean, maybe people thought it made him look edgy. Who had ponytails back then that was like <laughs> like who were people copying? Um, that's that's what I always look to. Is like who what film was popular or something? Zach wants to put a cheerleader in every locker. Um, that seems dangerous just my two cents. Uh, and we're in Zach's room um, where it looks like you know Zach and Becky <laughs> their relationship is really coming along
1: uh this is this is a wild animal yeah sure yeah. is mm-hmm. sure is. So I took an animal that was
0: hit by a baseball
1: disoriented
0: um, wounded. Right. Maybe he thinks and it's dying.
1: Instead of just monitoring it in its natural environment, I've now taken it out of its natural environment, brought it to my house, yeah. and now I'm feeding it. Uh, by the way, at the end of the scene in Zach's bedroom, he feeds the duck on the bed. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I was like, no. That's a, that's a hard no, uh, yeah. putting a duck on your bed. My dog is able to come on our bed Um, I'm not, I'm not one to have, um, a dog sleep with us on the bed. I just feel like it's another sort of energy. Uh, Mm. it sleeps right next to our bed, uh, in its bed in its bed. Um, but it snuggles with us. Like the, while we're watching TV, it comes up, snuggles with us. But then when it's time for bedtime, it goes to its (laughs) own little place and then we go to sleep. Um, but yeah, feeding an animal on your bed, that's, that's, that's a no. A bridge Pass. too far, a little bit too far. Um, Jesse comes in wanting us yes. to sign a petition uh, against drilling of, of oil, and she's the only one uh, mm-hmm. with her name on this petition. I feel bad for her because she actually has a really good point here. I think that this would, you know, we're, I, I think we're not too far from uh, a, a period in time where where people would have would have been reluctant to jump on this, but. Would have known that this is the right thing to do, right? I don't think that um, I, I don't think we're as as aware now as we were back in the '90s, but definitely. I mean, more than just her signature would be on
0: this petition. No,
1: I mean, couldn't she get her parents?
0: Um, mm, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's hard because you, everyone, you know, they're the the picture they're painting is like everyone is so blinded by the dollar signs, which is real. I mean, anyone who's it, hey look a couple hundred dollars can fry your brain in the right context so like a couple million holy crap like you can stop thinking clearly um but yeah I mean it is like you know she's just alone on her island for this one I feel bad for her too I feel bad for her too. Like it like it is it's it this episode is a bummer for a variety of reasons um but yeah it's just like It'd be like if cigarettes showed up and tried to sponsor your high school. Well, you'd be like, "Well, we can't take money from cigarettes." It's like, "Well, what about oil?" I'm like, "Well, I guess." Sure. It's like where do you draw the line of, of who you get in bed with? You know. Speaking
1: of drawing the line, um, we 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 ended the last scene with a cheerleader in every locker where where, where you had said, you know, you found that to be a bit disturbing. Uh, how about mm-hmm. the fact that uh, uh, oh, w- we admit to a, a installing a periscope? Yeah. In the girls' locker room, um, where we spied on watching the the girls change, and I say to Jesse, "You looked
0: great in a towel." Yeah, it's actually a, a couplet of you looked. You're talking. You say you look great in a towel. Now drop it, which is you're saying now drop this. But it almost reads as like a little sexy play on words, like you look great in a towel. Now drop it. Like that was all one thought. Um, it yeah. Zach is a Zach Morris is a sex criminal it is a uh, uncomfortable <laughs> reality but he what he does is like and and sex crime was like was like played for laughs in much of the 80s and 90s oh, you know the the uh, yeah. the, the thing in porkies or like i could name a million movies that have aged poorly and it's it's like oh god yeah like i i, I bristled too of like how much how much of this are we going to have in one episode but apparently we're going to have a little in back-to-back scenes Yeah, the the Periscope and Screech and Screech won't drop it either. He's no, he won't drop it either at the very end. Like it it keeps going. It just is one of those things where, like, as
1: Jesse's walking out the door, he says to her, "I'll never forget how you looked in that towel, babe," and
0: she's like, "Ugh," like. Those are grounds for her to file. You're getting expelled. You're never going to any school again. You're like probably you might be registered as a sex offender for the rest of your life and have to knock on doors when you move into a new neighborhood. It's like not. It's like really not. I mean, you know, boys will be boys, and I guess they'll throw rocks at birds or whatever. But like, you can't go doing that. No, you cannot. You cannot spy on naked young ladies. Holy Christ! You're going to go to jail, sir. But you know. Different time. Thankfully, a different time. Um, We get screeches uh, quacking here. Very good quacking. We also get a second Donald Duck joke in one episode. I guess if you're going to make an episode about a duck, you might have two Donald Duck jokes. That's just an occupational hazard. Um, And Mark Paul, I I have here in my notes, I thought your acting opposite this bird was good. Because Becky almost falls off the bed and you save her. You get some wing flap in your face. But I thought this was like natural, good acting. I thought you did a good job, and I mean that sincerely.
1: As much as I dislike acting with animals or children, I've been around animals and children my entire life, so I'm actually pretty good at, you know, interacting with them on a personal level. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it it shows on the screen <laughs> my abilities uh, interacting to, on a personal to, level. Yeah. Yeah, not on a business level, not professional. <laughs> it's a it's a whole another thing. Um, but no, I, I, I like I said, I, I grew up around a lot of animals, and uh, uh, and grew up around a lot of nieces and nephews uh, because my brothers and sisters are substantially older than me, um, and myself. I have four kids as well. So yeah, I've I'm I'm very comfortable um, around them. Um, doesn't mean that I like go, showing up to work uh, and and working with them, but uh, sure. uh
0: yeah. We've already discussed that. So moving on, moving right along into the Bayside class, um, where we are going to return the animals from whence they came. <sighs> this episode uh, is hard to watch, as where I, where I had in my notes here of just like, I mean, Mark Paul, you knew about Becky the duck before we started watching. You knew where this is all heading. Um, it's just hard to watch, like a what feels like a car crash in slow motion with like someone in the back seat, Jesse screaming, slow down, screaming, please let me, like, it's just like, fuck, it is, ugh, there, I'm cursing too, um, fudge, it is just, uh, tough to watch, I had in my notes, it's like, uh, re-watching My Girl, I know how this movie ends, and it is a bummer to get to the finish line, fun movie though, I guess, Slater makes a good counterpoint though to Jesse, I do like this dynamic of Slater keeping Jesse in check, they are, they balance each other very well, um, where Slater's like, you know, those earrings you wear, and the heat in your home, and the electricity you enjoy—all that crap is, you know, paid for in, in the blood of oil. And he's right. And We're also the
1: um, that uh, hairspray that you are using in your hair, Jesse, because there is oh a lot God. of volume in this particular episode, and this, and, and looking at this scene, yeah, the scene, yeah, her hair is uh, reaching new levels here of height, and
0: um, yeah. It's so it's it's really wide too. It's not just tall. There's a lot of volume in uh, one Miss Spano's hair. You're correct. So
1: we're gonna go return these wild animals back to their habitat. Um, you know where they're they'll just easily acclimate back into their their environments. Yeah. Uh, this is just ridiculous. Don't do this at home. Don't don't. Take a wild animal, put it in a tank for a few days, and then try to return it. Uh, no. I, I'm not, I, I know later on, uh, spoiler alert, these animals die because of an oil uh, spill.
0: So uh, it's not much su- later. It's like two minutes away. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not surprised they didn't just die from shock of going right. back into the wild.
0: <laughs> yeah, some, some weirdo is feeding me Pop Tarts on his bed for three days. My stomach's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, it just, I just. It is sad to see all this. Slater has a salamander that is canon, that he likes reptiles. We will meet his best friend Artie before too long. Um in an episode that was technically already shot when you made this one, so a little confusing. I noticed that there's a lot of like Zach's hand under Becky's neck. And I wonder if that's just like how you support a duck or like it just seems like there's a lot of like neck corralling. Duck is probably like out of here.
1: I'm just stroking his neck. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember, obviously, it was over 30 years ago, of how, how sure. I was told to handle a duck
0: <laughs> if it likes having his neck supported. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I'm sure you were just doing the best you could with this live animal on a set. A set because full it looks of live like animals.
1: The, the, the entire episode, it always looks like Becky wants to get down. Like yeah. it does. It, Becky doesn't want to be in my arms. It's like it, it's 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 nose is diving. Angling. I'm I'm doing yes. it now, listener. But the neck yeah, is it, like
0: angling to the floor. Like down, let, me down. It's like, let yeah. me
1: down. And I'm holding his neck up, saying, "No, you're on camera, stupid. Stay come with on. me. Come on, we're so, partners on. in this. We, you're supposed I, to be I, my scene
0: mate. Worked with Alan fucking Arkin before this. Now I got to <laughs> deal with this
1: shit." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll throw a fucking rock at you from forty feet and talk know to your, you. Talk
0: to your cousin. Talk to your cousin about that rock I hit him with. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, so you know, I, I, think it's more me, like trying to keep Decky, uh, trying to keep oh, look at that, trying to keep Becky in, in the scene by keeping her head up. Like, sure. hey, this is your money shot, girl? You know, yeah, like or boy? I don't, I don't know if, wh- who knows wh- what the sex of this duck was. Um, but uh, I think it's more me, just uh. Yeah. A, trying, trying to keep, trying to work
0: with what you got. Yeah, that makes
1: trying sense. Trying to work with what I got. So, I um, apologize to all the ducks out there <laughs>
0: Oh, and, come and, on. And, and, yeah. You think you think Duck Twitter is going to be up in arms about this?
1: Listen, I I, I, I wouldn't be shocked of anything
0: nowadays. Yeah. Dazzle. Me neither. I'm not shocked by anything. Uh can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Yeah, there's like there's just so many things that are like prophetic of bad things happening in this episode. It is and there, by the grace of God, goes one Becky the Duck on a leash out of the classroom. Um, and we're back the to the halls. wild, she
1: goes back to the wild on her leash. She goes,
0: yeah, like all the other ducks are gonna accept you after you get leashed in to the back home.
1: And you smell like a human, by the way. I've been right, manhandling you, that's the, this, yeah,
0: yeah. You smell like Michael Jordan Colon or whatever the hell was going on in Zach's room, um, aqua de like, Gio. Aqua de Gio.
1: Now, what was big back then? I remember. See, things like this, I remember because it was it was a part of me. Um, Davidoff Cool Water Mm. was very big during this time, and I remember that was like one of those things that I wore. Uh, Mm. And I was introduced during the beach episodes of Davidoff Cool Water because I remember um, the boys from Fresno and my cousin. (laughs) I uh, used to wear it, so I started wi- wearing it. good enough for Fresno. It's good enough, for, Fresno, it's good enough for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was also another one I forget back in those days. was like, uh, oh, man, uh, like Armani
0: Fire or something or, or
1: some, something that like had a red label on it. Oh, they smell so disgusting now to me.
0: What a cool business yeah. to be in. Just put a weird smell in a bottle and charge 80 bucks. It's like, damn, smart people behind cologne, I tell you.
1: Well, smart people behind the knockoff cologne because you can't patent a scent. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, not go to go people. to Ross.
0: Go to any. Go yeah. to like a Kmart. There'll be every version of every cologne in a box that is just one letter off,
1: and way cheaper. And they smell exactly the same. Same. Shirt, um, yeah. Not that I've ever purchased any of them.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, sure. I smell fantastic. I don't need to I alter I my scent. <laughs> 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 There's nothing wrong with me. We're in the Halls of Bayside for a uh, little good old-fashioned protest. Guess what I have in mind? I mean, you've seen my notes, Mark Paul. But where the hell did they get this giant Derek to strap themselves to? It seems like a... Do they have an art department working for them in the Halls of Bayside? Perhaps. It's a TV show. I know that. Um, Franklin Finkley is back. He's played by Michael Warwick. Uh, We've seen him before. We'll see him again. Great nerd character.
1: Yeah, he's got one of my favorite lines of this episode. Ever try nerd love?
0: Yeah, that's that that is another thing where I'm just like, okay. This is clearly off of Revenge of the Nerds. Like, that's where these archetypes kind of came from, but like the Sexed Up Nerd. Another movie about sex crime, by the way. Um Yeah, it's it's him and I have in my notes that him and him and Ollie have a real racket going. Cause Franklin, I love I do love I think it's a really funny joke that he this nerd just strapped himself to to Kelly and Jesse, because it was like his only chance to ever be anywhere near them <laughs> and have Ollie take a picture. Um, but yeah, they have a real racket going. Uh, I also thought, we talked a little bit about dialogue last week, but like Belding walking up as they're yelling about oil and asking the question, does this have anything to do with the oil, is ludicrous. Like, what else is it about, sir? You tell me.
1: They're on strike uh, against people named Derek. We're on
0: strike against people named Derek. Yeah. Who's Derek? Well, there's an oil Derek. Oh, I, I see what you mean. We're on uh, strike never against people mind. named Okay. Never I, mind. I thought, I thought you were grinding some axe from before that I forgot. Like you there was some someone who wronged you was named Derek. No, or
1: but 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 literally like building you jackass. Why would there be an oil Derek in yes, the middle of the it. hallway with people chasing? Look, I to get it. it.
0: I get it now. I now get you it. Do. Yeah. Now I get it. Now you do. It's early. I've only had three cups of coffee. We're
1: now into act three, and it opens up in the Bayside locker room, and I, I'm i not really sure why this scene needed to be in this episode. What is What does this provide? You're the writer. You tell
0: me. Sure, I am. I have in my notes that Screech, because our, our act break, the blow was like, holy shit, there was an oil spill, which is like, whoa, that's pretty heavy news. Um, I think it's just too... Ease the tension a little bit like rhythmically here of having Screech in a funny costume and like we're just gonna pump the brakes on the trauma, which is about to go to a 10. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of the intention of the scene.
1: Okay.
0: Um that's what I have in my or that's how I looked at it. Um and again to give Mario some more here. He comes running in. Um yeah, Screech's neon singlet. Um again, Mario covered in oil. Looks like the shorts are covered. The top is covered, but that oil will never touch a cast member's face, ever. It looks like a smudge on a on a bicep. That's about it.
1: That's it actually, it I'm, I'm going to correct you. It actually did touch Dustin's face. It was on Screech's face when he came mm-hmm. into the Max,
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: and. Uh, I, I'm not sure why he had a smear there, but he's not going to have a smear in the upcoming scenes. No, they um, figured
0: out that that was maybe more work than they wanted to, yeah, to undo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause that stuff looks like it's really on there. Um, yeah. I mean, we got to go save these animals and everyone runs off. It's like, f- f- this is just, this is just sad. It,
1: well, th- there's a few things going on here. Um, this is oil this is now toxic. Why do we have students running around with oil on them? You need to clean yourself. You need to be not contained, but this is like a serious thing. Stop getting oil on you. Like everyone inside, we're we're calling your parents. They're coming to pick you up. You're going home. There's an oil spill.
0: Yeah. No one smoke any cigarettes in the meantime. Um, well yeah, no, and
1: this is the thing when i went on um, when I went online to look at the beverly hills uh, uh situation uh, they had a whole uh, uh, uh you know protocol for if there was a disaster with this with this oil derrick uh you know this thing was one hundred and fifty feet tall. Um, there, there were methane readings, uh, benzene readings coming from the toxic readings, obviously coming from this. And if there were to be a catastrophe, they, they had protocols in place of how to evacuate. Um, because of, because of the oil derrick being right next to the football field, they would not use the football field. They would use a specific route to to get away. I mean, this is, this is a serious situation here. They've struck oil. It, It is a problem. Like this school should be shut down right now
0: yeah 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 well no
1: they're just gonna have kids roll around in that stuff instead the rest of the the rest of the episode should take place in the max or in Zach's room
0: okay that's a good idea I like that I would rather watch that episode uh one where we don't have this scene
1: oh and, but here it is we're in
0: the I, I had classroom. to shoot this you, you, yeah. you, you, all you had to do
1: is watch it I had to actually do oh, it
0: I know I I guess I like this was one where I always knew I would like I was saving this episode of Zach Morris's trash because like I I knew I could like frame it that you know Zach's greed murdered an animal or whatever, but like it is I I think I put it off because I was like it's too sad it's too like just the image of that like limp oil soaked bird as we are in the the classroom is is a is a yeah. bummer.
1: It's interesting because I I don't remember this episode I've never watched it until about an hour before we we you know started this podcast. Um I didn't know that Becky was going to die. And so when I saw uh, that duck- Really?
0: Yeah. Oh no. You, wait, what did uh, you think was going to happen? I, Cuz I, I, I just kept thought kind of she'd alluding.
1: get I just thought she was going to get covered in oil and we'd clean her oh, off with, you know, uh oil of a or soap.
0: or mm, not yeah. oil of a lay. what's the no. stuff
1: they use now? They use uh uh the dish soap that they use. Yeah, I think dish um, soap is
0: Yeah, I uh This is a specific yeah.
1: one. They they have a commercial with it and and uh uh, yeah, that's uh, I I we, we use it every once in a while. But anyway, I thought that, that was going to happen. I thought we would just clean off this duck and she would go back to to living the life. But no. she's dead. Like she's dead and in I this box. Yeah,
0: yeah, she's dead in a box. I mean, it also is like what a what a what a heavy lifting scene too for this teacher to be like, be like. There's nothing I can do, dude. She she's dead. Like wow, we are learning about death on this TV show for kids on Saturday morning. And it's not just Becky that died. I mean, it was a massacre. Every single animal we're going to learn in the next scene is dead. It's really, it is sad. I mean, that that lifeless um, body I have in my notes, uh, R.I.P. Becky, 1991 to 1991 is what the tombstone would probably say. Uh, a little joke to lighten the mood, folks. Uh, she's where the oil can't hurt her now, is what mm. Screech says, as a serious line. That's mm. not a joke. And then there's like the Scott Gale piano, soft, I mean, keyboard, soft keyboard coming on. It's like, whoa, this is really dark. Really, really dark. Dark as the oil has entombed Becky.
1: And uh, Becky's head is once again craning down to the floor, wanting to get down. But I'm not holding it up this time.
0: I just let it dangle in my arms. Becky's like, I want to go down to hell where all my relatives are. They were all cool. We were bad ducks,
1: and and just to clarify for the audience, no ducks were harmed in the filming of Sip of the B- I the Actually, I don't know that uh, uh, you don't know you. that
0: you don't, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't even <laughs> know if that is an actual <laughs> duck or a prop. It looks really real. It looks uh, really
0: they, real. I had that too. It looks so real. Where I'm like, so <laughs> real. it looks, so real. Yeah, it yeah, looks gonna, like they yeah.
1: just like you know tranquilized
0: uh, the 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 uh, the duck. It's like. It's the texture. Put, it looks. Matte. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm pulling at my shirt. It's like yeah. matted on the feathers. Where I'm like, ooh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that scared. is. I'm a little I, scared to ask that question. But I don't. I don't know so what it was. Not. I
1: mean, we, we'd have to ask Franco Barrio I guess. Uh, you know, he's like. Producer.
0: He's like. I, he's like. I've answered all your questions. There are some I simply will not answer without an attorney yeah. present. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't hurt a duck well, the, come on there's no there's no world but they were like okay and now for this last shot we're going to go kill a duck and cover it in chocolate sauce I'm, I'm sure they could figure out props for that it's probably a rubber chicken with some feathers that's probably
1: one of the best props though that we've had on this oh, show I mean it's great at is like what, yeah. where did they get that fake duck because that's pretty brilliant
0: yeah you, you got me pulling like rabbits out of cakes over here um, yeah we're in Belding's office now uh, for the tough to learn lesson that accidents happen and life will give you a range of accidents. This is a pretty big whoopsie daisy. Um, the fact that every single animal they just returned—if the biology lesson had just been one day longer, every animal would still be alive.
1: And how do they know that the turtle every, or the salamander? They don't. They don't. They they don't put but back it's the. In. I mean,
0: well, it's you know what I. You know how I looked at it, and this is pretty dark, but hey, we're swimming in oil, folks. Is like. If you see a car on the road with four passengers and the car explodes, it's safe to say everyone in that car is dead. So if you see a pond you just returned the animals to and it was like flooded with oil, it's like everyone. No one made it out alive. That's kind of how it felt to me, which again is like crazy dark in this scene. Um, Speaking of dark, everyone's covered in oil, but not their faces. Not the moneymakers. It's too icky. All our animals are dead. Screech still in the singlet. Again, no one had time to change clothes today or yesterday. Uh, we have Belding here on the ropes with the school board where he's like, I don't know. I'll see what I can do for the kids. Belding choosing the kids over the school board, last time we saw that, was in Save the Max with the radio station, Tiger Radio. Um, So that's a nice dynamic of you know forcing Belding to choose between the kids who he loves like his own and uh, his shitty job (laughs) and his overlords. Um, We're in the halls of, uh, no, we're not. We're in the auditorium. The big scene. It's your big scene, Mark Paul. You get a big scene. Are you excited? I am. Yeah, a um, big scene. Uh,
1: going up going up against Big Oil, Zach uh, wearing a green jacket, making, you know, <laughs> where, uh, where did he get that from? The Masters? I mean, why? I, th-
0: I, I had the Masters why? too, yeah. It's like, what is- Why would he
1: wear a green jacket? Because-
0: It's attention-grabbing. It's I, no. I, I can see you, but it's like... But is it I because was, it's green, it looks like, cool.
1: you know, environmental? Is that the reason? No, they're, no, no. They're I think it just looks cool.
0: I think it just looks cool. You were wearing like a, a teal jacket, I think, to the attic a couple weeks ago. So I think it's just like, this is, you're in a colorful jacket phase. Hmm. Okay, um, Listener, I have in my notes that the problems a giant check will create in your life are directly proportional to how nice the tiny model they made of your home, school, or building is. So if someone shows up with a tiny model of your house and is like, I'm going to give you a big giant check, if that's a really nice model, you better don't take the check. They're a bad person. That's my tip. Words to live by. Yeah. It's a specific scenario, but if it happens, now you're ready. And if they have a bolo tie, boy, oh boy, just don't even open the door. Um, I also have that nobody knew this pond existed two days ago. Now everyone's like very passionate about it. Whatever, tiny, <laughs> tiny thing. <laughs> like but, suddenly, suddenly, everyone's like, "This pond is the only thing we care about." It's like, where were you last week when Belding yeah. was back there talking to turtles,
1: along with the uh, oak trees? Where's they? I guess they they eat under. No, they don't. They go to the max every day. They go to eat. the max. I've never seen these people eat up
0: eat anything other than a burger indoors every oak day trees, of their
1: lives. Oak trees are protected. Uh, by the way, you can't cut down oak trees. Or or relocate them. If you do, there's like a whole song and dance you have to go through. A lot mm-hmm. of developments have have done this. Um, I don't specifically know the the uh, exact protocols that to follow, but I do know that like if you take a mature tree out, you have to plant a mature. I don't know. This is a whole thing, but I remember that being a thing. Like you know, you cannot touch oak trees. Also, uh, did you did you um, hear that reference of? Uh, uh, the pool, the, the the new pool that they're going to put in mm-hmm. will make Shamu jealous.
0: Another Shamu. <laughs> that's another, another dated, Shamu reference uh, joke yeah. right there. Hey, you know, you got to, I, 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 I go, I note all of them because I'm like a, my little tiny brain loves to keep track of stuff. But like, yeah, I mean, it look, it happens when you're writing jokes. We, we bumped into that on the reimagining sometimes. We're like, oh, we already referenced this thing a couple episodes ago, like, and it's usually my annoying voice being like, Maybe we should reference a different thing. But you know, it just happens. That's how brains work, mm. guys. You only know so many things. Sure um, black fish and black gold. All in yeah. one episode. Yeah, I mean, it would have almost been better for Bayside to take money from SeaWorld at this point. <laughs> 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 at least they were pretending to do something good while Actually, they were imprisoning animals. Do you, do,
1: I was I stayed at a hotel uh, called Terranea recently. And yeah. Terranea, I because I, I, you're a LA native here, mm-hmm. Terranea was built on the old grounds of Marine Land. Do you remember
0: Marine Land growing up? I don't remember Marine Land. What was Marine Land? Was it like an aquarium Ma- or like what was Marine
1: Land? Was like a smaller version of Sea World, and I believe it it dissolved in the early '80s. So maybe it was before your time. Too much water. Uh, but um bump. <laughs> um. But uh, no, it, 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 I, I think it just had to compete with SeaWorld, and SeaWorld, you know, is, is, was the, uh, the king at the time, but I do remember Marineland, and actually the, the Terneo Hotel is uh, built on those grounds. Look at that. Um, and the, it's a very nice hotel uh, for anyone that wants to get away here
0: in Los Angeles. Well, good. A little free plug for that hotel, and I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that one of those places closed down. I hope SeaWorld closes down, too. And they built a very nice hotel on top of that place. Um yeah, this this slippery oil man just being grilled, cross-examined by the kids. You know, this is a um this is a real scene. It's a real moment in the show. It is immortalized the the final frame in the theme song. We will see that high five every episode in syndication forever. Um, but yeah, you the kids really have like you know, have a, a scene here. It's your scene, but everyone does, and I, I like it. I it's it's hard to stand up to, to power in any phase of your life, especially as a kid. And this guy's extremely powerful. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars behind him. You know, and look at look at you, Mark Paul in your green jacket with your I love the briefcase. I love this little briefcase Zach carries full of toys. <laughs> to make his point. And they're they're shrewd children. They're like, hey, your your cool model doesn't include all the bullshit you're going to be introducing to our environment. Excuse me, BS. We're going to try not to curse today. We failed. Um, where did Zach get the tiny derricks? Because they don't sell those at Toys R Us. I mean, like a model train store. I just answered my question. So Zach went to a model train store. <laughs> 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 I he remember the
1: the the hobby shop. That was like my my. We would go. There was there 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 was one here in the valley that
0: after school Kit, I would go to. Is Kit one on You're City. right. That's, yeah, that's the one. one. Yeah. Oh I know, my. I know. Kit, Lord. I, look, I bought some crafts in my day. I made some lanyards mm. in my spare time. I know about Kit Craft. <laughs>
1: But Kid Craft, <laughs> when I was growing up, uh, and this is you know probably 10 years before you were born, but they sure. used to have a lot more like RC cars and boats yeah. and things like that. Um, a lot of electronic kit, uh, crafts. And uh, that's where I bought my first RC car. And um, it was a real big thing for, for the boys in, in my school to have those. So I was very proud when my parents
0: uh, allowed me to buy one. Uh, probably those were cool, money. Dude. These take gasoline, like those, like the the real the real model the, those real RC cars were like crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were they, they were oh, yeah. a project. I think that's why they were stolen. there. not just like a toy you buy at um you know, Toys R Us, another place that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I'm so sure old. you could
1: find those old o- those oil derricks at a place like Kitcraft.
0: Yeah, why not? That makes sense to me. Um, I have in my notes. Speaking of one Kelly Kapowski, a little earlier, she gets to deliver the line "box of quackers" and at least you'll be alive when you clean it off in the same episode. What a range from Tiffany. Uh, The funniest little joke and then the the bleakest dagger to throw. And Mark Paul, you froze the episode on the freeze frame. You did it it almost like an instinct. This high five um, (laughs) is great. It is one of the most iconic group high fives in TV history, I will say that. Someone will say I'm wrong, but I'm not, I'm right. Uh, sometimes this high five to freeze frame is, is the real shit. This is like, you've seen it a million ways, a million times, but for my money, Mark Paul, the definitive version at the end of pipe dreams. You're welcome. I didn't say thank you, but sure I will, I guess. Thanks Peter angle. And you know, you too, Mark Paul, (laughs) great job, great job all around. And that's pipe dreams, Becky, the duck gone, but not forgotten in the hearts of all of us forever. Um, we do have homework for next week. It's the final Malibu Sands beach episode. <sighs> Summer just flew right by us, uh, and yeah, we will. Uh, we will be saying goodbye to the Malibu Sands, and I believe we'll have a special guest, Mark Paul. Can I? Can I tease our special guest? Sure. I'm excited about this special guest. Me too. Uh, can you guess who she is? She's been in all the beach episodes. If you can't figure it out by now, maybe you just don't even need to listen because you don't know who we're talking about, but she will be here with us. That's the tease. (laughs) Thank you, the listener. Thank you, Mark Paul. We'll see you next week. Zack to the Future is a production of Cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gosler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malingone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Sherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Shoof. Thanks to the whole team at keynes 13 and to you for listening.